Manatech prides itself in having products that are either patented or exclusive to our company. We've got a long list of those to talk about. Well, one of those products is called Osoline. And Osoline, although the label says whey peptide powder, what it really is is an exclusive peptide technology for targeted fat loss. That's what it's really about, and that's what we're going to talk about uh, during this webinar. Well, first of all, let's kind of set the stage. I mean, is, is there a real problem out there as it relates not just to appearance, but also to health? Uh, recently, I finished a study, in fact, uh, May of 2015. I studied uh, 4,000 people approximately, and I can tell you in that publication, we found that there were 43 different health concerns that were directly related to excess body fat. So getting body fat off of your body isn't just about looking good or even feeling good. It's about improving your health as well. And as you look at these statistics for Europe that you're looking at right now, you see that, uh, well, there's a real problem out there uh, across Europe. There's no question about that. And many of the Manitech countries are, well, right in the top of the list. So this is something that all of you need to be considering for health as well as your appearance. Uh, interestingly, from the WHO, that's the World Health Organization, uh, from the WHO, they give us statistics on all kinds of interesting things that relate to human health. And the WHO is telling us right now that uh, excess body fat is the number one problem on planet Earth. It affects more people in more ways than anything else. So quite literally, if all you did was introduce people to Osoline and help them get rid of their excess body fat, you would be doing them the greatest possible favor for their health, not just their appearance. And, of course, that helps your psychology as well. So uh, good for your uh, physical and your mental health in that respect. So you look at these statistics from the WHO and you say, wow, this is, this is a pretty serious problem throughout Europe, and it needs to be dealt with. And why is it a problem? Well, everybody's got some kind of weight loss product or weight loss system, and many of you probably on this call right now are saying, yeah, I've tried 10, 20, 50, I've tried so many, and nothing works. Well, nothing works because the approach is almost always incorrect. What they're trying to do with their products is to give you quick, simple, easy weight loss, that is loss of scale weight without any concern for how much fat you lose. You see, how much you weigh is pretty much irrelevant. What is relevant is how much of you is body fat, how much of you is muscle mass, how much of you is bone mass. This is what counts. And when you stand on the scale, it tells you how many kilos you weigh, but it cannot tell you what portion of those kilos are fat, muscle, water, or bone? So the whole concept of weight loss has always been wrong. And those products designed to, to help people change their skate quickly always fail. In, in fact, by my observations, do always fail. 
So what you need to do is to take an approach that targets fat loss specifically, not weight loss, fat loss. You want to retain your muscle mass. This is extremely important. And this, these are two of the important features with the Osolene product. And this is not just a problem that affects adults. As you see right now, this is a problem that affects children as well. Again, from the World Health Organization, it says that more than 60% of children who are overweight before puberty will be overweight in early adulthood. There's some new studies on that. They're, they're beginning to do more studies on children and adolescents and finding out that what we do for a child's health in those early years will affect their entire lives as adults in so many ways. And excess body fat is just one of them. Now, this is very, very important then, extremely important, that what we do for our kids is the maximum that can be done to keep them lean and healthy. So excess body fat is bad for everybody. And as you're looking at these statistics, what you see is that uh, right now one out of every three 11-year-olds is either overweight or obese. This is astounding. And that number, folks, is not getting better. This number is getting worse. So let's talk about Manatech's exclusive peptide technology called Osoline. And, folks, I want you to start, get those words in your mind. I know that the label says whey protein powder. Big yawn, who cares? What it is is an exclusive peptide technology. Now, you might say, well, what the heck's a peptide? Hmm. Well, before distracting you with this picture, let us I'm just going to move back one slide here. And I'm going to try and get this in your mind. Imagine a pearl necklace. Everyone's seen one. And it's an easy way for you to explain this to any new person who's not trained in the biological sciences. So you would say, all right, see a pearl necklace. Imagine that the entire necklace is the protein. Imagine that each of the individual pearls on the necklace is an individual peptide. Ah, okay, so a peptide is part of a protein, yes. Now, we've identified in science different peptides do different things. There wouldn't be much point of having all peptides doing the same function. And after identifying which peptides do the things that we want for fat loss, then what we do, quite literally, is we carve the protein. Now, what they do in the lab is they use enzymes to literally eat around certain peptides to separate them from other peptides so that we can use just the peptides we want. Kind of like taking a raw piece of granite and making a wonderful sculpture out of it. We're literally cutting around and leaving the peptides that we don't want, isolating the peptides that we do want. Well, then why doesn't the label say that? Well, we have to obey country regulations in all the countries we go into. And the majority of the offices in the world that uh, approve products and approve labels and so on, they have very outdated lists of information. Uh, 
Now, when you come to a new country with a brand new technology that nobody's ever used before, well, obviously it's not going to be on their list of approved things to say because they don't know what it is. It's brand new. They've never seen it before. And unless you want to spend several years working with them before you launch your product, well, then you just launch the product and you write the label the way they approve it to be written. But understand, this is not ordinary whey protein powder. If it was just that, who cares? And I wouldn't even do this call and talk to you about it. This is a peptide technology. That's what you have to remember. So one of the things that gets uh, misunderstood then, because people see the words whey protein powder, they assume all protein powders are the same. And they assume that since bodybuilders buy canisters of protein powder to help them build muscle mass, that they should try and sell our peptide powder to bodybuilders. Of course, what happens, the bodybuilders say, well, I don't want this product because I buy a product that's got 20 or more grams of protein to help me bulk up. Well, this is not a bodybuilder bulk up product. If it was... Manatech wouldn't be selling it. There'd be no point to it because everybody has one of those. There's nothing exclusive or unusual about it. So what you need to understand is this is not a product made to help people bulk up. But but it does have a special set of components that help you to maintain your lean muscle mass as you're losing excess body fat. Now, that's a big, big difference between the two. So imagine that we've taken our protein molecule, and of course, it doesn't really look like a pearl necklace, but I think the pearl necklace is a wonderful way to explain it. It's easy. Everyone can understand that. I mean, try and explain the picture that you're looking at right now to someone. That'll be kind of difficult. So I would use the pearl necklace. But the idea here is we're sculpting around the peptides so that we can get just the peptide that we want to help us with fat loss. Now, there are three activity mechanisms in Osoling. Very, very easy to remember. Very easy to explain to virtually anyone. The first, you have peptides that are designed to help you metabolize excess body fat or what's scientifically referred to as adipose tissue. And this does so through an enzyme pathway. Now, folks, what I don't want you to do is to try and waste time trying to figure out what the different enzymes do and and then get yourself confused with scientific studies because you're not going to find a great deal of information about this. This is our exclusive technology. And I will show you some of the science that you can use, but don't get yourself confused with this. So point number one, you want to just say that some of the peptides help you metabolize stored body fat through an enzyme pathway. Now, the product is not an enzyme, but through an enzyme pathway. Now, I'm repeating some of these things because I have launched and relaunched this product many times, and the general uh, state of misinformation and misunderstanding that people have worldwide about the product is the same. I know what the FAQs will be uh, when I'm done with the webinar, so I'm just going to get all out for you as we are presenting, okay? So 
first activity mechanism, an enzyme pathway to help you metabolize stored fat. It's not enzymes, it's peptides, but it helps you metabolize through an enzyme pathway. Next, we have what are called glycomacropeptides, and you don't have to remember that. But what you need to remember is peptides that help you with satiation or help you to feel less hungry. Now, the way these glycomacropeptides work is that after you've swallowed them, they have to work their way through the stomach and into a little pocket underneath your stomach. It's, it's almost like a small second stomach, if you will. And this is below your stomach, and it's called the duodenum, or in some countries they pronounce it duodenum, tomato, tomato, however you like. But the, uh, the duodenum has some very important functions in digestion. Now, if these peptides get into the duodenum, a chemical reaction occurs in the duodenum that sends a signal to the brain that in turn causes the production of something called cholecystokinin or what doctors call CCK. Now, I'll give you a simple way to say this, but I wanted you to understand the science because on the label it says, use this product 20 minutes before you eat. Now, what I have seen since the very first launch and every country launch and every relaunch is that the vast majority of people buy the product and then don't do the program because they say, well, I just can't remember to take it 20 minutes before I eat, so I just don't use it. All right, everyone listen carefully. You take it 20 minutes before you eat only to help you with your appetite, to help to control your appetite. That's the only reason. That's what glycomacropeptides do. If you forget to take the product 20 minutes before you eat, you will still receive the fat metabolism benefits that you see on the slide right now that are numbered both 1 and 3. So the glycomacropeptides are to help you control your appetite. It takes approximately 20 minutes from the time you swallow it till the time the CCK is produced and signals the brain, and it says to the brain, you know what, I'm just not as hungry as I thought I was 20 minutes ago. This, of course, helps you to eat less, and that's always a positive thing when you're on a fat loss program. So just you have peptides that help to control your appetite if you remember to take the product 20 minutes before you eat. And again, assure everyone who buys Osoline if, for whatever reason, they forget to take it 20 minutes before they eat, they will still get the fat metabolism benefits through an enzyme pathway and one through a hormone pathway. And that is number three, calcitrophic hormone regulation. Now, you don't have to remember that either. Just remember that another way these peptides work to metabolize stored body fat, that's what lipolysis means that you're looking at on the screen right now, that is a hormone pathway which was activated by specific peptides. So you have two separate groups of peptides, one that works through an enzyme pathway, one that works through a hormone pathway, but both doing the same thing to help you metabolize stored body fat into energy. And then one set of peptides that helps you control your appetite if you remember to take it 
20 minutes before you eat. Now, the other thing that is important for us is maintaining lean muscle mass. In fact, I saw this in the study that I did of nearly 4,000 people. It was a four-year study. It was completed last year. And what we saw in here is that muscle mass is like a fat-burning factory. Now, that's not a real scientific way to say it, but that's an easy way to understand it. You see, muscle mass is responsible for the majority of your body's ability to metabolize stored body fat into energy. The more muscle mass you have, the better you're going to do short-term on your initial and the will be for you to maintain your healthy body composition, not your weight. Again, your weight is irrelevant. To maintain your healthy body composition for the rest of your life. You need to have a better ratio of muscle mass to fat mass than almost everyone does right now. Now you do this by having three amino acids. And these three amino acids are coveted by bodybuilders, of course, and they buy them in great mass quantities because they want to bulk up and to have huge muscle mass. I'm not looking for you to have huge muscle mass. I'm looking for you to have healthy muscle mass, and I'm looking for you not to lose muscle mass when you go on your fat loss program. So you need these three amino acids, the branch chains, which are called leucine, isoleucine, and valine. And again, you don't have to remember that if you don't want to. Just remember that there are amino acids in this product that help you to maintain muscle mass. Not build, maintain. Now, if you want to build muscle mass, you're going to have to add a lot more than what we've set up in this program. This program is designed to help you lose body fat. That's its purpose. Now, is this good for a bodybuilder too? Of course it is. Not to bulk up, but bodybuilders work very, very hard, and they want to, uh, I'm not sure if the same terms are used in every country. In the United States, bodybuilders use the term making the cut. And what what they're trying to do is to have the sharpest cuts of muscle definition uh, so that they they look as good as they want to look for all the work that they're doing. You make the cut by getting all the excess body fat off. So is this good for a bodybuilder? You bet it is. It's good for the bodybuilder to make the cut, not to bulk up. That's a different program, okay? So there have been two studies with Osoline. Again, this is our exclusive technology. And these two similar studies, both double-blind, placebo-controlled human clinical trials. Now, this is important, human double-blind, placebo-controlled. When doctors are saying, is there a good study on this, what they really mean is, do you have a human double-blind, placebo-controlled? And the answer is yes, and we have two. So on both of these, we got similar results. Now, I'm going to spend a little bit of time talking with you about weight versus fat, because this is important not to your first month of success, but to your continued success. So we'll get to that in a moment. Now, this chart that you're looking at right now, this is from one of the human clinical trials. And what you see, uh, you see the peptide group and the control group. So here's what they did with the study. They got two groups of volunteers, 
And both groups did the same amount of physical activity, which really wasn't very much. It was about 30 minutes every three days. I mean, that's not really a big deal, okay? But they both did the same physical activity. Both groups did the same diet and the same approximate caloric intake. But the results of the two are obviously different because the peptide group used our peptide technology, which, by the way, we took that original peptide technology and we souped it up just a little bit more by adding a specific glyconutrient to it to make it an even better product than in the initial study. Well, so you're looking at here that the majority in the peptide group lost mostly fat, in fact, about 75% of the scale weight that they lost was fat, and about 25% lean, where on the control group, it was 50-50 fat and lean. Now, that's obviously a huge, huge health difference. Now, the two groups came out with almost the same scale weight, almost the same number of centimeter change, but the body composition of the peptide group was far healthier because they remained mostly muscle, losing mostly fat. That is the goal, my friends. That is your goal, not scale weight. Now, I know forever everybody's been talking about scale weight. I mean, probably from the earliest documentation uh, of any kind of a diet program, people would talk about how much they weigh. That's the quick, simple, easy way, and the average person doesn't think about the compartments of body composition. So fat, muscle, bone, water. Nobody's thinking about that. And there are a lot of diets, as an example, that have uh, flushing components where you're flushing a lot of fluid, and, of course, this makes your scale weight change. Then there are diets that have cleansing components that cause you to purge your bowel. And, of course, you purge solid material from your bowel, you will lose scale weight very quickly. But the scale weight must wasn't fat. It's also important to note that on the majority of diet programs that have been looked at so far, it seems that the majority of people who go, go on a low-cal diet, a low-fat diet, any number of other diets, and what they have in their mind is that they're going to lose X number of kilos. They're not thinking about body fat. They're thinking about kilos. Some people think it's the same thing. Well, fat's a lot lighter than muscle, about 20%, in fact, lighter. Uh, per centimeter. So it does make a big difference. And what we see is that the majority of the people that go on these diets, about 75% on average of what they lose in scale weight is muscle mass and water. And in longer diets, muscle mass, water, and bone density. Oh, yeah. So what we want you to do is to lose fat mass, and what we don't want you to use is the scale. I know I keep saying that, but trust me, I have launched and relaunched this product many times. I've launched it in every country, and I get the same misunderstanding, the same questions, the same FAQs, and the same psychological reasons for quitting and for failing because people don't understand what they need to be looking for and looking at. Now, I have always recommended a low glycemic diet. I've recommended this since 1998. 
And the studs by about 2005 were so solid that no serious scientist examining the statistics could say that low glycemic is a bad diet or the wrong diet. In fact, the statistics that science has shown us over these years continue to prove that the best diet for every metabolic type, I don't care who you are, I don't care what your genetics are, I don't care where you live, I don't care about any of that stuff. Everybody, everybody, everybody should be on a glycemically controlled diet. And if you want to lose body fat rapidly, you go on a low glycemic diet and you do this in a controlled and disciplined fashion. But it's not tough. Folks, it really isn't tough. Once you understand the bare bones basic of glycemic index dieting, it's super easy. And you don't need counters and devices and and books and references. And you don't need any of that stuff. It's very, very simple once you understand very basic principles. I want to go back to the idea of fat versus weight. And I want to do this because when last time we did an official launch of the Osaline product uh, across Europe, what we saw was the same pattern in Europe that we've seen in the United States, same pattern in Canada, same pattern in Australia. Everybody having really good results first 30 days to six weeks, and then a whole bunch of people quitting at about six weeks because they incorrectly thought that they were failing. They thought they were failing because they weren't doing the obvious. They weren't trying to measure body fat changes. They were only measuring scale weight. In fact, particularly, I remember quite a number of people in Germany, especially females in Germany, who came to me and said, well, the product doesn't work anymore. I lost a lot of weight, and then it stopped, and now I've gained weight. Well, folks, that's exactly how the product should work. When you change your body composition correctly, when you change your body composition in a healthy way, you will at first lose kilos. Then at some point you will stabilize or plateau in terms of kilos. But the burn continues. And what's happening is you are now getting smaller in terms of centimeters. As you retain muscle but continue to lose fat, your body may not just stop losing kilos, but it may begin to gain kilos because if you add activity, which we very strongly recommend, activity causes your body to build muscle mass, especially if you are feeding your body sufficient levels of protein. So then, as you are getting smaller, as your your uh, dress size uh, ladies and your trouser size men, as they are getting down and down and down, you will at one point begin to actually gain scale weight, and that's okay. In fact, it's better than okay. It's great for your health, and it's going to help you maintain a healthy body. And all those aspects of health related to excess body fat, it's going to help you in all those ways for as long as you maintain your weight. Now, the picture that you're looking at right now is one that I put together, and, and I apologize that it's in pounds and not kilos, but the uh, somehow these pictures are embedded, and I there's I can't change them myself. <clears throat> and 
I think most people will get what I'm talking about here. What we're looking about, uh, as you look at the screen on your left, what you see is a bodybuilder. And on your right, you see your standard couch potato, as we say in the U.S. And so, or your standard person, really. So on the left, the bodybuilder who weighs 220 pounds and the couch potato also weighs 220 pounds. Both of these men, and again, I'll say this in, in U.S. measurements because I don't have a centimeter conversion thing in front of me right now, but um, both men are 5 foot 11 inches tall at 220 pounds. This means that both men will be listed as obese on the BMI chart. And both men will be considered obese if their doctor looks at their numbers but doesn't look at the patients because BMI is useless. And I proved that in my study last year as well. And again, in 4,000 different cases. Because BMI is simply a ratio of how tall you are to how many kilos you weigh. Well, obviously, during a weight loss intervention program, your height doesn't change. So what is BMI? It's simply a fancy way to measure how much you weigh. And scale weight can't tell you anything about how much of you is fat, how much of you is muscle, how much of you is bone, and how much of you is water. It can't tell you. So I wanted you to look at these pictures and see that how much you weigh is not meaningful. How much of you is fat and how much of you is muscle, that is meaningful. And that's that talks about something called a basal metabolic rate or BMR. We won't get into all that right now. Now, what you also see on the chart in front of you is that the bodybuilder must consume 2,422 calories minimum to maintain his weight, whereas the sedentary individual, if he consumes more than 1,882 calories, he will gain more body fat. So that's a 540-calorie difference in how much more food you can eat and not gain weight. This is the point, folks. You want to be more muscle than you are fat, and that doesn't mean that you have to be a bodybuilder. That's not what I'm after. In fact, I am not convinced that it's healthy to be a bodybuilder, but I am convinced that it's very healthy to have a lean body. So that's what I want everyone to be thinking about. So because muscle does weigh about 20% more than fat per centimeter, then you need to measure yourself, not weigh, measure yourself. This is important. So here's what I recommend that you do. And all of you who are leaders, so don't just do it for yourself, but do it for everybody. Just uh, get your computer, make yourself a chart, and then you can print out an infinite number of copies. And on the chart, you're going to have centimeter measurement for uh, the neck, the shoulders, the chest, the upper arms, lower arms and wrists, the waist, the hips, the thighs, the calves, the, the ankles. You're going to measure all of these on the left and the right side of the body once every seven days. Do not get on the scale. Okay? You do this every seven days. Now, what you're going to see is that some weeks, the change in centimeters will be dramatic, 
Some weeks the change in centimeters will be less dramatic. Some weeks there will be perhaps more left uh, lost at one part of the body, the upper arm as an example, or perhaps the thighs. Uh, and it's going to be different. So you might say to yourself, well, I only want to reduce my centimeters on my thighs or on my waist or whatever. Well, folks, your body's going to do what it does. So you're going to measure yourself once a week, and I strongly recommend for your success that you have an accountability partner. So get yourself a tailor's tape to do that first measurement. Always use the same tailor's tape and always have the same person doing the measurements. And if you have an accountability partner, every seven days the two of you will get together and measure each other. Don't wait yourself. Measure each other for your changes. And folks, you will see, you will see tremendous results. And as you see the centimeters reducing, what you're going to know is that your body is getting healthier and you are losing more fat, muscle, perhaps no muscle at all, but you're definitely losing fat because fat takes up space. And that's what you want to change. That's the whole idea. So, uh, again, to the, the foods that you'll be eating, it's pretty darn simple, really. Uh, there are some really easy principles with glycemic index dieting, and I'm not going to belabor that right now. There is a, a website with the University of Sydney, New South Wales. Uh, they are probably the leaders in glycemic index research right now. Now, caution. Not every food in Australia is identical to every food in your countries. So just get the principles down. Here are some of the principles. A high glycemic food is a food that raises your blood sugar and causes you to have an insulin response. If you have an insulin response, the mechanism that allows you to burn stored body fat as energy shuts off completely. And then everything you eat gets stored as more fat. So you want to avoid that insulin response. You want to avoid that uh, sharp rise in blood sugar. Now, of course, that's good for your health in so many ways, not just getting rid of excess body fat. You do this by eating foods that are harder to digest. The harder a food is to digest, the lower its glycemic index. Here are some basic tips. First of all, proteins. All proteins, so meat, fish, fowl, all proteins are zero on the glycemic index. Zero, folks, nothing, okay? Now, your foods which are um, carbohydrates, unless the carbohydrates are extremely complex, I mean extremely complex, white potatoes don't count in that, then that will give you a glycemic response, and that's going to be just bad for you all around. So, as an example, a um, serving of broccoli. Now, broccoli has carbohydrate. Yes, it does. It only has a tiny amount of protein in it, very tiny. But it is difficult to digest. In fact, human beings are incapable of fully digesting vegetable fiber. This is why it's good for colon health. It's also why it's good for your glycemic index diet. To give you an idea, typical lunch for me would be a grilled chicken breast and a serving of broccoli. 
Now, you might say, well, that's not interesting enough for me. Well, you can do all kinds of interest. But I'm just giving you the idea of how glycine index works. You want to, your first month, avoid grain products. And I didn't say green. I said grain. Grain like wheat and barley and oats and so on. You want to avoid things that you make bread out of, that you make pasta out of, that you make muffins and all that out of, okay? So you avoid grain products for your first 30 days. Get your body clean, okay? This is going to help you a great deal. Oh, so much. And then on a glycemic index, of course, you're only eating a few grain products which are low enough on the index to actually qualify. And there are some that exist. So, and, but that will not be spaghetti. Okay. So you're going to have to, you're going to have to make some changes in that aspect. So there are certain very basic principles for you to do. Glycemic indexing is very easy. Uh, once you know the basics, again, you don't need charts and, and, and graphs and books and, and devices. It's just simple logic in your choices. Okay. Now I'll give you one more example. Uh, in countries where they have uh, what Americans call sweet potatoes, uh, and I, they're not called that in every country, that's why I say If you were to slice open a sweet potato, you will see that it's highly fibrous. Now, it is sweet. It definitely has starch. It has carb. But the fiber in it is impossible to digest. So it slows the conversion. It slows the response, and that keeps it under just one point under your glycemic index limit, whereas a white potato has no fiber to it. I mean, that's just mush, and that goes over the index. Uh, a peach. A peach can be incredibly sweet and delicious, but again, picture a peach in your mind, and you know that peaches are very fibrous, so much fiber in the meat of a peach that fiber causes the peach to have an index number that's ridiculously low. On the average, the average peach is about 13 on the index, and the index goes from 0 to 100. 54 or lower is low. Now, that's on the blood index. Don't look up the bread index on somebody's Internet site. It's on the blood index, so 54 or lower, okay? Uh, you know, we, we don't really want to belabor too much on this. Uh, again, it's, it's, uh, it's incredibly simple. But if you're on a low glycemic diet, you're going to find that you have not just an easier time of losing body fat, but an easier time of maintaining healthy body composition afterwards. It also supports healthy cholesterol levels and it supports healthy blood sugar levels and it helps you with prolonged physical endurance. And, of course, it helps to reduce your appetite. The more refined carbohydrate you eat, the more out of control you are. In fact, you will notice that uh, human taste buds respond very sharply to two particular taste sensations. One is sugar and one is salt. Now, you have to have some sugar and some salt to survive. That's part of human biology. But once you taste a little bit of sugar, once you taste a little bit of sweetness on your tongue, you're going to want more and more and more and more. Same thing with salt. As soon as you start on the salt, like you start eating some 
uh, chips that uh, that have uh, uh, that have salt on it, or crispy chips as they're called in some countries, or potato chips as they're called in the U.S. Uh, and so different in different countries. It's pretty hard to stop eating the darn things because the salt. It, it just it does something to your brain and you crave it. <clears throat> and in fact, in your brain, you have and you have things called opiate receptors. They react to sugar. So it's very, very important that you follow a low glycemic diet for your overall health. Here are some references uh, for those who want to see some of the scientific references. Well, there they are. Now, let's go back to this. You're going to have a, uh, some specials that uh, Carolyn is going to come out at the end of this call and tell you about uh, that the European office is doing on Osaline, and, uh, and she'll get you up to speed on, on the special deals on that. This is what you want to do, folks. You want to use the Osoline powder. And keep in mind that we're talking to people about it. It is our exclusive peptide technology. Remember the pearl necklace. It's not just a protein powder. And it's not a, it's not meant to be a bodybuilder protein powder. It's not what it does. Osoline is meant to help you target body fat and get rid of body fat. There are a few frequently asked questions that always, always, always come up. So I'm just putting them on this webinar so you've got them right now. So a lot of people will think in absolutes. And they see whey and they go, oh, my gosh, whey's from dairy. Oh, my gosh, I think I'm allergic to dairy. Well, the majority of people who think they're allergic to dairy are actually not. Allergies need to be verified by medical specialists uh, and through the appropriate tests. But there are people who are lactose intolerant. And when they have their lactose intolerant uh, reactions, they wrongly believe that they're allergic, and then they avoid anything from dairy. Now, this whey obviously is taken from cow's milk. Yes, it is. But that doesn't mean that there's a ton of lactose. In fact, as you're looking at the screen right now, I've got the numbers up there for you. So every serving of Osoline peptide technology powder is 12.2 milligrams. And in each 12.2 milligrams, there is 0.336 grams of lactose. In other words, just barely over one-third of one milligram of lactose in each serving. Now, according to the World Health Organization, World Health says if you're going to have lactose sensitivity reactions, that starts at about 25 milligrams intake. And here a serving of Osoline is going to give you just about one-third of one gram. So <clears throat> that's far, far, far less than, according to World Health Organization, it takes to have a lactose sensitivity reaction. So it's highly unlikely that if you're sensitive to lactose, you'll have a reaction here. Another question that comes up, of course, is the question which does deal with actual allergies, and that would be an allergy to something called casein. Now, casein is a protein found in milk, and people who are allergic to milk are actually allergic to casein protein. Now, at our manufacturer, they use three levels of filtration to target casein specifically and remove it. 
I have not seen any laboratory reports where any casein came up. However, if you are allergic to casein, I want you to give this information to your doctor so that he or she can evaluate if you should use the osoline powder. If you're simply sensitive to lactose, well, it's highly unlikely that osoline is going to cause you any kind of problem. And if it does, you can buy enzymes that are called lactase enzymes. You take the lactase enzymes before you do the osoline powder, and you shouldn't have any problems at all, or for that matter, anything to do with lactose at all. There's also a benefit of approximately 450 milligrams of real food calcium from the whey in each of the two daily servings of osaline powder and some magnesium and some other uh, trace minerals as well. So this is really a, a nice extra benefit with this product. So now you know all the basics. I'm just going to review very quickly before turning this over to Carolyn. This is Manatex exclusive peptide technology. Think about the peptides as individual pearls on a pearl necklace. Understand that there's three mechanisms of activity in this product. One that helps you metabolize fat through an enzyme pathway. One that helps you metabolize fat through a hormone pathway. And one group of peptides that if you take the product 20 minutes before you eat, it can also help to reduce your appetite. So these are super important mechanisms of action. And, of course, the purpose with this product is to target fat and retain lean muscle mass. So to that end, we've added leucine, isoleucine, and valine, branched-chain amino acids, to help you maintain healthy muscle mass. And we've added a glyconutrient to this product subsequent to the original test to soup it up to make it even better than the original test had shown. So that, my friends, is Osoline. And it's been a, a real privilege for me to be able to talk with you this evening about it. 